Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Ruth. What's up? And this is Nels. And this is Educate Yourself. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Ruth? I'm good. Um, other than allergies, I think the weather's getting better. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Isn't that kind of an oxymoron? The weather's getting better. Right. But everything else, your allergies is getting worse. Yep. <laughs> so we're just all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, happy to be back. Um, and uh, after a little hiatus, we're, we're, we're back in on the go. So I, I'll just jump right into it. Um, something I really wanted to talk about today uh, was just, just as we get older, older, how our circle of friends gets smaller. Has this been, has this happened to you, Ruth? Yeah, definitely. Has, it actually definitely started like a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like as, as we continue to grow, and I know for myself, my, my friends, I have a real tight knit set of friends and they continue to be a big part of my life, but it's, it's pretty much those same friends. And a lot of the other people that have come across my, my path in life, you know, they, they've slowly disappeared. And, and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because as we grow and as we're, as when we think about when we're younger, you don't, you don't really expect that to happen. And I don't think that, it's something that happens because, you know, they don't want to be your friends anymore or you don't want to be friends with them anymore. It's kind of your life, take your lives take different paths. For example, like, you know, Ruth, I, I have kids, right? Mm-hmm. There's friends right now that are not in that thought process. Um, and, and so they, their lives are, are different than mine. That doesn't mean that, that they don't want to be friends with me. It's just like, I, like, even if the pandemic was not going on right now, I wouldn't be out every night or two or three times a week till like two or three in the morning, like it used to be just because I have a family now and I have kids and I have my wife, you know? So, so things that, and choices that we make in life will just separate us from certain people in our lives. And like, it's not always because they're bad friends or you're a bad friend is just because their li- our lives are different, you know? But um, if, if you have people that are important to you in your life, you know, just like I would, I would say that you're an important person in my life, Ruth. Oh, um, thank you. You, you make <laughs> time you. for, <laughs> you make time for these people in your life, you know, right. whether it's just a phone call um, or you, if you get an opportunity to hang out, you make time. And there's always an opportunity for that. Like smaller circles is not a bad thing. It just kind of puts you into perspective, in my opinion, to those that will make time for you. And if people don't make time for you, you can't, you can't get upset, in my opinion, because it's just their lives may be different. You know, I have kids, so I can't make time the way I would want to. So when I do have time, I have to be very strategic on how I spend it. So, you know, family is very important to me and if I have if I have two three hours and I can go hang out with my my parents or my brother or my sister I'm make that time for them because you know they they're important 
so they they would go first you know but it doesn't right. mean that i don't care about my other friends because i do and i try to make an effort to call them all the time mm-hmm. when i can so it's it's just a it's just a part of life what what do you what do you think about that what do you have to say Ruth? yeah um 1000% agreed it's also because we're in different points in our lives and that's how it is you know even if for example like you just said you have kids i don't i'm not even married so that doesn't mean that we can't be friends you know like you just mentioned like you try to make time or something happen if there like if i need help with something which is you know majority of the time <laughs> so thank you Nelson. <laughs> um so yeah like it really depends on how that person is important in your life and just because you don't interact with them anymore doesn't mean you have beef and I really hate when people assume that like it's just we're we are crossing different paths and we went the different ways you know that's it it's not like we have beef with one another or anything it's just we're no longer in that close friendship circle anymore and that's fine I think that's a normal thing exactly it's just like in work like if you transfer to a different department, mm-hmm. you may not have the opportunity to speak to those people from your previous team every day. It doesn't mean that you don't like them. Right. It's just like you have a new role, you have a you have a new team, which could be like at work or family, you know, as your family grows. And so your priorities change. You have to reach out to those people first. So I, I think there's a big misconception as as we get older. That because our small our circle gets smaller, that means that, you know, people are not our friends. I have plenty of people that are my friends that, you know, I maybe don't speak to them all the time. Mm-hmm. But I know they're my friends and they check on me and I check on them, you know. It's just like our priorities are different. Right. And and that's just what happens, you know. Like if you decided to go back to school and you're like, um, this is my priority, you're obviously not going to be hanging out with people all the time because you have to choose between studying which is something that is is very important to achieve what you want to achieve and hanging out Mm -hmm. it goes it goes the same way with friends and family in in life and our circles right and i agree because um actually uh your topic today really reminds me of one of the instagram stories i saw on one of a big influential bloggers on instagram um her name is the Gray Layers. She's actually my birthday twin. Shout out to her. And <laughs> she, so it was her husband's birthday a few days ago. And they, you know, went out to eat yesterday. And it was at the Chart House. Have you heard of this restaurant, Nelson? That, it's sounds, a, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's like a, it's a really famous restaurant in New Jersey. Um, They have really good, like, steak and all that. So, um, her post was basically last time I was here was for my 19th birthday. I invited 25 people. The bill was $3,000 consisted of drinks and appetizers. I spent $200 on a new outfit. I used my McDonald's paycheck to pay off the dinner party. And none of these, t- those 25 people are my friends today. Talk to me. Slash talk to me. Moral of the story. One, act your wage. Two, know your circle. Three, keep your circle small. So that goes perfectly with your topic because she's just saying like she doesn't like she did all of that for like 
now yeah, her yeah. circle's way way smaller and she prefers it that way and is more intimate. So I agree with her. Um, my circle definitely got smaller. Everyone, even including Nelson, used to say, Ruth, you're you're like so popular. You have so much plans with so many different people. And <laughs> you know, how do you even make time for me? And I, I used to laugh and I said, I'm not a popular person. I always I always end up with a few like really close friends. And now Nelson knows that is true. Um, and yeah. now with the pandemic, like that definitely even got smaller. So, you know, it, it's just a matter of time. Um, so maturity, um, a lot of people, you know, as you said, get scared, like, oh my God, I used to have like, you know, like 15, 20 people, like, you know, as my bros and my sis, but now like, I only have like nobody, you know, but don't feel that way is what Nelson's probably saying right <laughs> exactly that's exactly what i'm saying like don't don't feel that way because like people are gonna your, your circle is gonna get smaller no matter what there's just no helping it like mm -hmm. and but there's a reason for it. it as you get older and you get more things that are happening in your lives you have less time so as you have less time people are just gonna go on your, their own different paths it doesn't mean that you know they're not cool with you and right. that's why like I have people that I that I hit up from time to time that I'm I'm genuinely like I just want to see that they're doing well, you know? Like I'm just mm -hmm. like that. I don't care. Like I don't care if I didn't speak to you for a year. I'll I'll text you and be like, "Yo, what's up? Are you good? How's everything?" Mm -hmm. And people are shocked that I do that and I'm like, "No, like I I don't really care because like like my life has gone through a, a crazy path and I'm happy with my life, but you know, I genuinely care about these people. I don't have any issues with anyone and and I accept the fact that everybody's not going to be someone I talk to every day it's impossible we we were only able to do that when we were in high school and junior high school and elementary school because we had nothing else we didn't have any responsibilities like I miss those days I miss um junior high school and and getting out of school and my friends coming to my house and playing Super Nintendo and just right. listening to music like I, I can't do that every day you know like I that that's just not what my life is. So I've accepted that. And, and I feel like it's very important for people to accept that as well. And to understand that it's just a part of life. Right. And, um, and you can hit the, you can hit, you can text people. Like if somebody doesn't want to talk to you, they won't talk to you. That's just what it is. Yeah. I mean, you're in different points of your life, your priorities change. So you just have to accept it and move on, you know? Your priorities probably most likely will change when you meet somebody or you're having a kid, things like that. So it's it should be like an understandable thing. It's nothing bad. But exactly. It has to happen. Right. And a lot of people they have beef. No. <laughs> From heart, that's it. It's a it's a natural mm -hmm. human thing. Yeah. That doesn't exactly. mean we have beef. I don't, I honestly, like people could say whatever they want to say. But for me, I really don't have beef with anyone. Like if you left on bad terms because you did, that's on you. Let it go. Like, hey, whatever. I'm moving on. I'm living my life. So you do yours. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what did you want to speak about today, Ruth? So this actually ties in with 
what I wanted to talk about, it's on, um, well, speak about, it's on siblings. And it's funny because the small circle, it kind of includes your family members at the end of the day, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're your blood related family. Right? Like, I-, I don't even know how to put this, like, it's your siblings, and they end up knowing you the best. You guys probably lived the roof for like 18 to 20 years you know things like that so they know your habits your 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 temper everything they just know how to deal with you no matter what I mean what do you think Nelson I (laughs) I think that's kind of true like you you know when you need something really big or you have something that you need something to be taken care of you kind of do rely on some of your siblings no exactly no no of course you rely on your siblings a lot you know Right. Um, like no, no, like there's no one in your life that you're gonna meet right now that you have shared, unless it's like your best friend from like when you were little, mm-hmm. that is gonna be part of your life the way that your siblings are, and and you don't always have to be best friends with your siblings. It's just like they're they're your blood, they're your family, like and they're right. always gonna be there, and it's very important to always have that relationship, and and not forget that your siblings are like they have been there firsthand you know so whatever no matter what argument or anything that you have you can go to your sibling like you're my you're my sister like like it's fine we'll talk about it and it's done Mm -hmm. brush under the rug and we continue you know it's not like any other relationship where like marriage like you get a divorce or of significant other you can break up like that's your sibling for life you know Mm-hmm. there's not a lot of things in life that are, are that way and right. so they're they're very important I feel I feel like you're you're head on with that yeah so this topic it's really on like the different types of siblings we have right we have the first child the middle child and the youngest and then obviously everyone in between is still a middle child right <laughs> um <laughs> so it's funny because Nelson and I both have two siblings and we're the oldest it just randomly happened that way but I guess that's why we're friends right because we have so many things in common um (laughs) exactly yeah right so um yeah this topic is on siblings where a lot of people do have stereotypes on it and sometimes it could be broken sometimes it doesn't and I know um Nelson just mentioned that you know family as you, you know, like, you don't have to be best friends with your siblings. I totally agree with him on that. Um, And also, I do know that certain families, um, you know, certain siblings don't, it's bad. And then there's some families that are super, it all depends. Um, That doesn't mean, you know, you're wrong or right. And just, I just wanted to give that disclosure, because a lot of our listeners, we don't know, where your point in life is with your family. Yeah, so, we don't know what your situation is. Yeah, yeah so, so everyone's different. A, yeah, but for me, um, it actually has gotten way better with the whole pandemic, um, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, I got to know my siblings a lot more since we're all, like, in indoors. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, going back to the first child, middle child, and the youngest. So a lot of people have... Um, the stereotype that the first child is the spoiled child. They get their way. They're the boss. They're the leaders. They do everything what they want. 
I'm going to tell you guys right now. We didn't earn it easily, though. I'll tell you that. Um, in my family, I feel like I was the experiment. Like, I would say, mom, dad, <laughs> I, I want, Nelson knows where I'm going with this. Mom, dad, I want this item. And they'll question me, like, why do you need it? Do you really need it? Go through a whole spiel. I even have to, like, cry for it when I was younger. Like, all of that. My younger sister asked, and they're like, hey, I, I need this item. Okay. It was, like, a one, two, three, okay. But for me, I had a whole, like, essay that I had to write to them. And they still wouldn't <laughs> even get it for me. Like, I mean, did you go through this, Nelson? Because I definitely did. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I remember, and I always go back to these two scenarios um, with my brother, and, and he'll laugh about it. Um, when when I was in college, I wanted to get my my ear pierced, um, oh, just man. like my left <laughs> ear pierced. And it was this whole big thing. Like, I was a freshman in college, and I, I could have just done it, whatever. But I just right. knew that my parents were so against it. So every time I spoke mm. to my mom on the phone, I would I would like bring it up and she would get upset at me about it. Eventually, mm. long story short, I did do it. But it was just so funny because after I did it, my brother just did it like the next day. And he was he's four years younger than me. So it was just like, oh, I did. He could do it. He just asked my mom and she just let him do it. And I'm like, dude, like I worked so hard for this shit. <laughs> like, right, you know, right. You just said to say, okay, I can I do it? He did it. Like, they go, yeah, just do it. Like, cause I feel like as a parent, they already knew that it's gonna happen either way. Yeah, like if they let me do it, that he that he was gonna do it too. Right. So maybe that was more of the pushback and, and it's a it's it sucks that um we had to go through that and, and they didn't, but right. uh, I guess that just comes with the first the first child thing, the syndrome. Right, right. So whoever is listening to this and you're not a first child, I'm telling you right now, it's not that easy being a first child. Like you, to you guys, it might look all like sunshine and, you know, green grass. Nope. I'm telling you, you have to work for it sometimes. And a majority, of, especially in my culture, like... Koreans like if you're a first child you blame for everything even if you didn't do it you still get blamed because you're the oldest and it really mm -hmm. sucks um not too sure if Nelson went through that also but definitely like I did um and I would I would get so upset with my sisters I'm like oh my god like why'd you do that <laughs> like <laughs> uh it's like a trickle down effect you guys know what I'm talking about and then middle middle child there's a whole stereotype that they're the troublemakers right because they're in the middle, one. Two, they don't get their attention from their parents because obviously they're worried about their first child and the youngest, right? Mm -hmm. So the middle child to get their attention is being a troublemaker. So that's how they get their parents' attention. That's usually the reason for it. Um, I may be wrong, but they are the troubled child. So funny story, well, my you know, family. Wait, what, well, what I, do you need I, to I say? just wanted to add like, I, I know what you mean by troubled child, but I just wanted to clarify. I don't, I don't think she doesn't mean like actually troubled. She just right. means like, like the most rebellious and like little troublemaker type, you know, like right. not literally troubled. So I just wanted like to a, just Yeah, clear just that in up case somebody <laughs> took it a literal way, but no, I meant like a rebel, like they'll go against yeah. stuff just so they could get their attention. So um, not gonna lie, my sister was that independent go-getter, like, she wasn't really a trouble child, because my family, I guess my mom and dad, 
kind of knew where like everything they gave the most attention to her thank god and actually um our youngest sibling she was born way after so my sister got all the love she could from my parents she was the young so um i feel like my sister got it like good whereas a lot of middle children cuz i know there's like a lot of families that are like four or five siblings and they're all in the middle and they don't get any attention some siblings don't really care some do especially when you're dead in the middle and you really get no attention so i always i always tell my friends or you know like peers who do have more than one children always to look out for everyone equally i mean you're their parent you know you brought them to the world so always give that full attention because you never know what they're going through and obviously you treat them differently but you know always give them that attention cuz you don't want them to be that rebellious troublemaker as i mentioned um as a stereotype i mean what do you think nelson no i think that's totally right i mean like i I'm soon going to have a middle child because I have another baby <laughs> on the way. Congratulations. But like I thank you, thank you. But I don't I don't think you know, sometimes it's two things. I feel like initially because they because they are the middle child, I think that people perceive it immediately the way that we're saying it, like oh they're going to be the mm-hmm. rebel. It doesn't have right. to be that way. Um so like it, we already going into it the whole thing as as that that one is going to be the rebel because they're the middle one. <laughs> so we already have that perspective in our brain before it even begins. Right. But um the other thing is just like I mean like me having two kids two kids right now the 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 in the first kid always gets the attention differently because they've been here longer. Right. So like you kind of can't help the way that the second one per- may perceive people paying attention to the first child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, as a parent, all you can do is just try to make the middle child feel as loved and to understand that you're not trying to treat them differently. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think that the, the, they're going to feel however they're going to feel. All you could do as a parent is do your best to try to avoid that feeling that way ever. But there's, I feel like there's always a scenario where that middle child is going to see something that they're going to be like, uh, but then, then again, they don't, the middle child and me and you would both know, or even the younger kids, they, they don't, they don't see the, the, the difficulty of what me and you had to go through as the oldest. Right. Like if some, they if something messes know. up, exactly. Like up until they got old enough, like we were handling right. everything. Right. Like as just any first generation, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm first generation in the U.S., Dominican. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the way until high school, I was reading all the legal paperwork and all this shit that my parents didn't understand because they didn't speak that much English. You know mm-hmm. how much responsibility that is? It is. It's a lot. That's a lot, you know? Like, oh, you mess up. Like, th- this That's whole, it. This whole, exactly. You didn't <laughs> explain this right to your mom. Like, you're, you're asked out, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's like... <laughs> probably grabbed the chancleta and was like what is this no no i mean they won't grab i I would hope that my mom wouldn't do that but i mean it's a lot of responsibility they they don't have that like they not to say that when they're older they don't have responsibility they're not responsible they -hmm. just don't they just don't have to experience that sort of responsibility as early as the oldest agreed yeah um i mean i also think it's big on parenting it depends how you're parenting your children so 
wasn't mentioned. He's going to try his best for his second child not to feel what she's going to feel or whatnot. You know what I mean? So it all really depends on how you're parenting. But as Nelson mentioned, we are the first gens of our families. So yeah, we we really went through a lot. (laughs) That I have to admit. But now, now that we're older, we all take responsibility on, you know, taking care of the home stuff. So it, it really does depend on your family dynamic. It's just, yeah, that whole scenario with the first child, the middle child, and the youngest. And talking about the youngest, a lot of people think the youngest is the spoiled little brat, doesn't do anything, um, you know, usually the chubbiest one, things like that. I'm going to tell you right now the youngest in my family is a sweetheart she's like the angel of the house so that whole stereotype I feel like my family kind of broke it um and I I love that I love that about because like stereotypes are meant to be broken for me like that's how I see it like not you can't just assume um and go into it like Nelson said it's something that you just have to learn process it and then educate one another about it that's how I see it so yeah I don't know what do you think (laughs) no you're totally you're totally right it's a stereotype I mean I've seen all different types of younger kids you know Mm -hmm. of of younger children and like like my sister's the youngest but like she's very responsible with my mom like she helps my mom with so many things Mm -hmm. but there are younger kids that they're spoiled and they don't really you know, help out as much. Like, I'm I'm not talking about bills. I'm talking about, like, just anything in the house. Like, they just get to chill out while the the older two kids do more of the work. So it's it it all depends, you know? I feel like in the end, if your kids are doing the right things, it doesn't really matter how much they help at the home as long as, you know, you raise them to not be, you know, causing trouble or stuff like that. But it, it, I I will agree, and I think that your big your main point is is like that one that siblings are very important a relationship to can maintain, and two that when when you're born does have a lot to do with how your personality could be, but that does play into how like influential the parents are. Right, it really depends on the parenting of the parents. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and I always say this to everybody. You don't choose who your family is. You're just born into the world, and that's your family. And you just have to accept it and really work and live with who you have. And I feel like that's so so, it's so cool and amazing at the same time. I, I always see it in an optimistic way. And you always learn from one another. Like I always learn from each and every one of my sisters. They have different personalities and we just compliment each other sometimes. We're siblings, we fight too. But at the end of the day, we have, if anyone, you know, tries to, you know, like beat up my sisters or something or, you know, say something nasty, I would, I will fight for my sisters no matter what. And I'm sure with Nelson and a lot of our listeners like if you have siblings you will always have their back because it's like I could make fun of my sister I could you know make fun of my siblings you you have no right you know what I mean like that's how it always went for me so I don't know exactly (laughs) exactly I mean yeah I would say the same like I love my siblings I think they they're amazing human beings 
Yeah. Like I love them. We don't we don't always like everybody's not always gonna agree on everything hundred percent. We're all individuals and like we've said many times on this podcast, if we were all the same, this would be a bo- a really boring world. Yeah, um, boring world. So <laughs> I appreciate the differences. Um mm-hmm. and it I yeah, like value, value that relationship. I think that if there's a relationship uh, you know, from what I said in, in regards to your circles being small, mm-hmm. I think that the first people that you should try to maintain a big relationship with is your siblings. And of course, as we mentioned, every situation is different. Like there's people that are not close with their siblings. They have their reasons. We don't mm-hmm. expect everyone to be able to do it. But if you can, you definitely should. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, what do you have for us on Nell's News this week? So, Nell's News. So, a couple of weeks ago, I said, I I mentioned that Sony was going to shut down their uh, online store Mm -hmm. for uh, the three three systems. For those who were in list, who maybe have not heard that podcast where I talked about it, they were going to shut down the online store for the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation Vita. And going to shut down for the PSP, the PlayStation Portable. Since then, Sony has decided to, they revert, they took it back because there was such an uproar on the internet. And they decided to only shut down the online store in the summer for the PlayStation Portable and Mm -hmm. to keep the PlayStation Vita store open and the PlayStation 3 store open, you know, for a certain amount of time. They didn't say how long, but it's not going to close right now. So I just thought that was amazing news. I think that it shows the power of the voice of like not only the gamer, but of individuals, mm-hmm. because it was pretty messed up that they just announced it, like giving people six months or whatever, maybe even shorter to buy whatever you were going to buy online. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 great news. I just wanted to make sure that I shared that with everyone. Um, one other last thing I wanted to just mention and I've said before that PlayStation has a, a PlayStation Stay at Home or PlayStation at Home that they're being giving out free games every month. So there's a game that's free right now. So if you don't have the PlayStation Plus subscription service, um, it's totally fine. You don't need that. You don't need to be subscribed. But they're giving out away a game called Horizon Zero Dawn for free. It's the complete edition. At the time right now, it's like $20 if you buy a physical and almost the same, it, you could get it for like $10 when it's on sale, but they're giving it away for free. It's an amazing game. It's an action RPG game. Um, I haven't really, I haven't finished that game, but I've heard great things. And they're basically giving it to you for free. So if you have a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, make sure you get online and you add it to your library. It'll stay there. You don't have to have a subscription. Just make sure you do that ASAP before they remove it. So you can get that game for free. It's a it's a must own, exclusive PlayStation game. You could also play it on P- PC, but just make sure everyone takes advantage of that and and goes and adds that to their library. Thanks, Nelson. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what do you got for us on Roots Rex this week? So on Roots Rex this week, it's another food product. <laughs> as I always love to recommend food. It is, I don't think a lot of non-Asians know about this, or maybe you do, because I actually had a lot of like non-Asians come up and tell me about the spicy noodle. 
So it's this uh, famous, like, it has, like, a picture of, like, a chicken. And it's called Prudak, which is means firebird in Korean. And I recently discovered they had my favorite, like, spicy rice cake in their flavor. But this flavor is mixed with the pasta flavor, which is carbonara. And I just have to say, it's amazing. I'm actually, I can't really eat this normally because it's super duper spicy. When I mean spicy, it's really spicy. Like it lingers in your mouth. Like it's to the point where like your lips are kind of like burning. So yeah. Um, wow. it's, yeah. So. Um, and this is a I rice highly, cake you said? Y- well, it's the sauce. So oh. you would think the rice cake is not spicy. It's because of the sauce that makes it spicy. So um, it's like an instant noodle kind of thing. It's in a cute little pink package. It looks like, you know, one of those like instant noodle bowl packages. Um, they mm-hmm. do sell it in a lot of um, like Asian markets, like H-Mart and things like that. And yeah, you could get it. And I highly recommend that. It's one of my favorites right now. I usually don't like eating spicy stuff. It's just like, I know I'm Korean and I should be eating <laughs> a lot. Of but I'm actually that Korean that doesn't eat a lot of spicy. I could do like medium max. I would definitely need like a cup of milk. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, this um, carb- carbonara product, well, the rice cake is called tofuki, is amazing. Like, I highly recommend it. It's so delicious. It's like a good snack to have if you have just having a chill night. It's like a good snack to have. So that's my recommendation. Oh, wow, this week. I love spicy food. So where did you yeah, say that this was located? It. It's in H Mart. Um, I will send you where you can buy this. <laughs> Nelson. Yeah. Oh my God. I need to. And I, I want. I want to try it. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Um. I like. My sisters were all shocked when we tried it. We're like, Wow. This is actually really good. Yeah. So highly recommend it. Yep. Awesome. So, awesome. I, I must yeah. say, I'm I'm starving now. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I actually didn't eat lunch. <laughs> oh, me either. <laughs> yeah. Nothing new. Well, yeah, well, um, and that's all we have for this week. Thank you to all the listeners. Again, if you want to reach out to us, please reach out to us at educateyourself at gmail.com or check out our Instagram um, where we'll be updating once our our podcasts are up, uploaded to Spotify. Uh, if you have any questions or any ideas, feel free to reach out to us or, or DM us on our Instagram. And we look forward to coming back and having you guys join us back next week. Yeah, so definitely tune in next week, guys. Sorry for the delay for this week. Um, And we'll chat with you again. See ya. Bye. Bye.